Let's make heads and welcome back to Smug Mode, a podcast where we talk about the classic uh, British sci-fi comedy classic Red Dwarf. I'm Ben Gilmore, as always, I'm joined by Tom Hill. Hey! Dan Raj. Yo! And Troy Salmon. Woo! Yo! <laughs> fair convention. The energy levels are high. Um, and today we're here to talk about Series 6, Episode 5, Roma World. Smug Mode is now engaged. Yes. You're yes. on, Tom. Sorry? You're on, Tom. All right, yeah, right. Sorry, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm giving the plot synopsis for this evening. So because basically, the Red Wolf crew have a need to go back to the derelict from Gunmen of the Apocalypse a few episodes back because it's stocked with food and things and they're running out of oxygen. But the superstructure is severely damaged after they shot it back in episode two. So they managed to get onto the thing only to discover that there is still one rogue simulant alive who's going to kill them all. Rimmer sets off a shipquake by jumping into an escape pod. Unfortunately, they managed to escape, but he ends up going through a black hole or a wormhole that takes him to a planet, an S3 planet, a breathable atmosphere, but means that he will have a 600-year wait before the Red Dwarf crew can catch up with him. When they arrive on the planet, they find a world filled with people who look like Rimmer. Uh, it turns out that they overthrew, that the um, replicants overthrew the original Rimmer and stuck him in a prison about 547 years ago. And... Um, what else is major in this episode? Yeah, Rimmer discovers he's got a heart condition that was carried over from when he was turned into a hologram, it's, so he can actually have a heart not attack. A heart decision, it's an anxiety. It's like his. It's slightly more than anxiety because it can kill him. Yeah, it's the only thing that can really kill a hologram. Is basically if the mental health of the hologram at the point that it died was so bad that it might actually continue on and cause psychosomatic things that could end up in death, which is a real thing in human beings, that's how a hologram can die. And guess what? Rimmer is a cowardly, anxious, and snivelling constant warrior who needs Chinese stress balls now. Yes. Grind those balls. Grind them. <laughs> So yeah, that's the basic synopsis of the episode is it's an absolute hell on earth where any kind of noble and genuinely good trait is vilified by these Rimmer lookalikes. And if anyone even looks different to the template, they are immediately either killed or imprisoned or whatever the hell happens to them. You have to think so. I do love, there's a lot of good gags here. I do love the fact that they keep going back to the Chinese balls. And when we <laughs> see them in prison, they'd be grinding down to little, very tiny, tiny, tiny. <laughs> um, I love, I just love the cat's enthusiastic happiness that they lost Rimmer all the time. <laughs> yeah. All in brilliant. all, 100% successful trip. I, I love the, this at first this episode it, it's slow to start off I think um, but at the end it's roaring I do love the bit at the end where they come back onto the ship again wrong time and they find out that something happened to Lister and I don't know if that's next week's episode 
that they're hinting at, but it's just really funny, really good setups and. This is I, a I always kind system. of assumed that it was a thing that then never happened because of what happened in episode six. Because we know in episode in the sixth episode that something has happened to Lister at some point yeah. in the fifteen years, but they change all of that. So I assumed that it was a timeline that had become redundant, but that's just me. Mm. I don't know. But are you guys not a bit bored of simulants now, really? Because it's beginning to become a bit of a trope of Red Bull. Not when, not when they look that good. Yeah, okay. There's a bit of eye candy this week. <laughs> Go on, Like Lister said, it's for a, for a, a rogue psycho killing machine. I'm kidding. roll from time to time, you know. Gonna get the, the, the odd one, odd one or two, you know. From time to time. What are you doing later tonight? Dying. <laughs> 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 See, I, my favourite bit of that entire scene is Danny John Jules, the cat, trying to explain that he's not wearing the same outfit that he wore the previous time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it is a delightful outfit this week. It's uh, black with a bit, of, a bit of orange going on. Black Very with nice. peach and gold spangles, please. Entirely different gold spangles. <laughs> yes. Very, it's very good. Different cute little black number. <laughs> oh, my dear. I read, I read down so many quotes, man, from this episode. Uh, um, the less choice of a fish and chip shop. I don't know what that means. The, I don't less, know. Less choice than a Welsh fish ones. and chip shop, yeah. Is there <laughs> less choice of an English one? I didn't get that. It was funny. But I don't know. This I mean, Eng- this is how English Ben is. He doesn't understand Welsh. <laughs> foreign culture. What the fuck? <laughs> wow! I just call Wales foreign. Oh boy, we're gonna hear about that. <laughs> That's gone. Why is it on the same recording? I don't say anything offensive. It's the smug mode. Oh boy. Oh dear. Good job. Oh my gosh, that was funny as heck, man. And there was a line on from um, <clears throat> Rimmer to Lister. Another time he was on the ship, and um, Rishi Rimmer goes, It's like flopping your wedding tackle in the lion's mouth and flicking his lost balls with a wet towel. That is one of my favorite lines of all time in Red Dawn. Where did that come from? It was so random. Oh my gosh, in that one scene, he had so many lines. Rimmer, Rimmer was just killing it in this episode. I, I do also love um, Lister had some good punchlines this week. Um, he goes through a really long process trying to get Rimmer out of the prison and Crichton just goes, oh, we could use the teleporter. That got a good laugh out of me. Yeah. I laughed really <laughs> hard at this episode. Quite a lot. Hey? Or in a pinch. That's it. <laughs> I think my favourite line from that whole thing is probably the creepiest. What's that? My own Jane, my own Garden of Eden. Technically, she would be my sister and therefore unable to take her. <laughs> soul searching, I decided, what the hell? <laughs> Chris Barry acting with his ass. Full on. I do find the fact that Chris Barry's having to make love to himself on this planet very hilarious. That was funny. It's a great bit where the Emperor has to kiss the female Rimmer. Yeah, that face is so funny. This is gold. This is a gold episode. They made him look like such, such a female as well, and then he turns around. He says, "His face, It's brilliant. Lister um, does. Lister does have one of my another one of my favourite lines in this when Crichton tells him about uh, Rimmer having this stress-related nervous yeah. disorder, and he Rimmer responds Lister. with, 
he's going to be having a suffering from fish related teeth disorder. Oh, and yeah. I do love how Rimmer goes, you're a total, total, complete and utter total, and he just fizzes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, Lister had a really good one. He goes, take us to your leader, and Crichton goes, how could you? Uh, that's just brilliant. I mean... Yes. Derek, Derek, Derek Lesnar and, and Titan. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's, a, what, it's my favourite episode of season six so far, actually. Um, so the government of the apocalypse wins it for me, but mm, I thought um, that was okay. I didn't think that was a great episode. I thought it was average. And men of the apocalypse wins it every time for me as well. Yeah, that's my favorite as well. Yeah, mm, I didn't really get it. But oh, the one, this one, actually, now that I think about it, I think that's really considering the position it has in the Red Dwarf production lore as well. Mm. I think the one after this one's really damn good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 less of a fan of the next one than you are, but we will get to that. Yeah. I'd say this I'll say this one's a little bit better than the next one, but yeah. It's a shame like there's no Riverworld song. <laughs> there was you know, next season we get that fantastic Rimmer song. Oh, the monster lives. Yes. Yes. That should that, have been. That, yeah. that is still. That's my ringtone for somebody who I'm not going to mention. <laughs> oh well. Oh well. Okay. So Lister calls River a Flash. I know it's Flash Gordon, but I don't quite get the joke. Ah. Uh, no. I what, what, don't, what don't you get about it? I don't get why he calls him Flash. Really. Oh, no, I get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is Yeah. The pod speed. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hey, it's been a long day today. Ay, ay, ay. Also, I do love the fact that Crichton's trying to tell Rimmer about how long it would be before they can see him. Um, <laughs> oh, see him in 600 years. Do you remember that long war? The 30 years war? No, no, the other one. <laughs> The hundred years old. That's the one. Now take that and multiply it by six, <laughs> and you've got your magic number. <laughs> no, no, sir. Please have said as well. That's funny. Like, no, sir. No. Uh, higher, higher, sir. Is this the? Is it this episode or the one? The next one where they have the pockets of unreality. It's the, the next one. That's yeah. the next one. Yeah. Yeah. That's on the way to the derelict. I'm I'm get, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> I don't know. The first five minutes of this is very funny. It's just it's like the second half. It's like a really strong ending, but I I could have used more time on Rimmer World. It takes a while to get there. I think... Yeah, but you need to set it up properly. That's the thing. It takes its time. It's a good setup. Don't get me wrong. I just feel like. It kind of rushed the second half a little bit, but I do yeah, think it was funny. the time they were doing two-parters, this would have made a good one. Yeah. Well, if this had been like a special, an hour and a half special, you yeah. could have done a lot. Like, you know they do them now, and they did yeah, them when they, they didn't, went to Dave. Um, they, but this they didn't has, do it in those days. 
No, yeah, but I would have loved it. A bit rushed, Ben. I completely agree with you on it. Mm. I, I mean, this would have been... too much story to take over one episode. I mean, this would have made a better special than nine. It would have been better than, like, the new one. That quality, not nine. Well, boy, when we get to nine, I'm drop-kicking it. Um... <laughs> Like there's enough plot here to easily do an hour and a half. Um, but that's the thing with uh, Red Dwarf, it's half an hour, less than half an hour. They have to cram in the jokes and the plot quickly. Uh, there's only so much they can do. I love that the Chinese stress balls joke at the end, the payoff for it. These two tiny ball bearings, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> I do love Crichton just going, grind those balls, sir, grind those balls. Like, it's just... Crichton's got the comedy diamonds and everything. You've also got to love the fact that Rimmer cheats on his own health test. I mean, yes! Put them on your shoes, you cheating bastard. (laughs) I actually think my favourite line from this comes from Cat. Okay. An orderly cue behind the gun sight. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> See, my one is the uh, all in all 100% successful trip, but we lost Mr. Rimmer. All in all 100% successful trip. <laughs> Cat is absolute crackers in this episode. Everyone's on fire in this episode. This is like, uh... I mean, Rimmer himself seems like he almost disappears. Chris Barry almost takes a back seat in this episode for the other three to get some real crackers in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you not do you not think the uh, similar spaceship looks like a tank this week? Um I hadn't really thought about it. Yeah, that'd be Rumor does get some good stuff out. Um buttock sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Kindly get to the point before I jam your nose between your cheeks and make it the filling of a buttock sandwich. Yeah. Yes. And then Crichton, any officer caught sniffing the saddle and exercise bike in the women's gym. Yeah, that that's another cracker of a line. This well, I I don't know. You guys love gunmen of the apocalypse. I yep. didn't. No, I... I didn't. But this is really really good. This is more my ski. This is better for me. Oh, this one. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah, I laughed at it. I didn't laugh at um, the Riviera Kid. But, yeah. Well, you know. I, here's the thing. Whatever we may have to say about Rimmerworld, at least it's not Coronation Street. That's true. <laughs> but that's coming. So, season nine. Oh boy, that's going to be a long episode. Yes. We might have to make it an hour long episode, lads, just to cover everything in it. No, it could be a 30 second episode. Don't watch it. The end. But we can cover it in under 20 minutes, maybe. (laughs) Oh boy. I have a lot of problems with that That episode. Boy, was I happy when 10 turned up. Seriously. At least then you know, right, you're back on track. Yeah. Okay. I think that's all we've got to say about this week's episode, then. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, it's bye from me. 
And it's bye from me. And it's bye from me. Bye from me. Smeg off your smeggards. Grind them! It's good to say that fucking line.